everyone, and thanks for joining us here at Cloud Wars Live, where we explore customer-centric business innovation by speaking with the dynamic companies making and using the modern technologies that are profoundly changing how the world works, lives, plays, learns, and dreams. Our guest today is Shamim Mohammed, CIO and Senior Vice President at CarMax, a highly disruptive and fast-growing company that's committed to providing superb experiences for people buying and selling cars. In Shamim's six years at CarMax, he's led a variety of strategic business technology initiatives, and recently he and his team have completed a huge implementation of Salesforce.com applications. Please join me in welcoming to CloudWars Live's Shamim Mohammed, CIO and SVP at CarMax. Shamim, welcome to the CloudWars Live podcast, and thanks very much for joining us. Good morning, Bob. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, really looking forward to the conversation this morning. Oh, great. Thanks so much. So, Shamir, if we get started here, as a CarMax C-suite executive, how would you describe the company's unique position and value? Bob, uh, CarMax uh, found, was founded 25 years ago uh, to disrupt the automotive retail industry. And our goal was to disrupt the industry by making the car buying and selling process simple and seamless and bring uh, transparency and integrity in that uh, business. So today, in about 200 locations across the country and with 25,000 associates, we are still inspired by this mission. You know, our industry, Bob, is going through a pretty significant revolution right now yeah. because of the digital transformation and ever-changing customer uh, expectations. So we are now focused on disrupting our industry once again and bring, continue to be that leader as it relates to uh, automotive buying and selling. Yes, yeah, Shmeen, thanks. It's, it's fascinating because when you talk about being highly disruptive, I think the words that really jumped out to me were things that before this, a lot of uh, folks might not have associated with car buying and selling, which was, you know, integrity, honesty, transparency. So uh, it's not just the the e-commerce side of it, but the whole experience, right, that, that you're addressing and uh, that CarMax has been changing. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, the way uh, we've been leveraging data and uh, technology since the beginning is really what's enabled us to make sure that we bring um, an integ integrity and also provide a very transparent, seamless, simple and seamless experience for our customers. Yeah, that, that's great. Uh, it's improving the quality of lives, I think, for a lot of uh, individuals who do that. It's not something most of us look forward to. So, Absolutely. Shameen, uh, so in an age where customers are becoming so much more demanding, it seems that the 360-degree view is just essential. So if, we could, if I could ask before you uh, sort of came through this transformation here and some of CarMax's customer data was siloed, what did that prevent you from doing, and what were the customer-facing challenges that you had to overcome? So, Bob, um, at CarMax, you know, since the beginning, data has been a key asset for us, and we've been using data to you know, optimize the experience, optimize our business operations, so use data everywhere. But we found that there was a gap, and the gap was bringing the online experience and the in-store experience and making it seamless. That's where we had a gap. So with the digital transformation we've been going through, the, a lot of the initiatives we have going on right now, we've been able to bridge that gap. So that's really what's going on right now. 
with the uh, Salesforce rollout, how have things changed as far as, you know, the expectations for what your company feels you can deliver to customers? Let me give you a little bit of background there. So, yeah. Over 90% of our customers begin their journey online. So they're doing a lot of research from their home, they're doing their shopping, and then when they come to the store, they expect that shopping journey to continue, and they expect that all the work they did online just should just continue, uh, and they don't have to redo that. So with the Salesforce platform, we've been able to really take all the information the customer had created online and then bring that into the store and then ha- giving that information to uh, the fingertips of our associates who are helping yeah. the customer. That's where the 360 view of the customer is becoming really very helpful because before uh, that experience was not very seamless. So they, even though they had done, 90% of your, your customers had done extensive online experience when they came into the store before this implementation, they sort of felt when they engaged with your sales consultants, they felt like strangers almost, right? Because the sales consultant had no idea how much work or what the interests were of this customer. Is that right? That is true because, again, you know, because before this, we really didn't have all the information really available in the hands of our, our sales consultants in the store. So, so that's why the Salesforce implementation really has uh, enabled us to provide a great experience for our associates because they have all the information they need to provide the customer the right support. And at the same time, the customers also have a much better experience because now they don't have to start over. Shameem, so, uh, you know, a huge project like this with such big implications for the company, how do you measure the impact of this project? So there are two ways we look at that. One is uh, qualitatively. Uh, we, we, we are measuring, you know, how the associates are liking this solution, how has that impacted uh, them and how they work. And then on the quantitative side, we're looking at uh, how the business performance has been impacted. So the way we work today, Bob, is our teams, the technology teams and the product teams, they're measured against certain KPI, the key performance indicators. So they're, they're measured against the business outcome versus like the output. They're giving certain KPIs and they're empowered to figure out how to best go about achieving those KPIs. So we're noticing a significant success in both the qualitative side and also the quantitative side. That's good to hear. And you know, Shamim, I think it's still challenging in some businesses where the CIO is focused more on what, as you described it, on the, on the output somewhat instead of the outcomes. And it sounds like what you've been able to do is sort of fuse together the initiatives and objectives of the technology team with the, uh, the core business of, the, of CarMax. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, you know, what happened uh, also as part of this transformation, digital transformation that we've been going through, uh, you know, technology has become a core part of our business. Now, it, it, technology always played a big role uh, in our business, but over the last few years, now it is much more tightly integrated. Um, so, so at CarMax right now, our technology strategy is our business strategy. Yeah. And our business strategy, our technology strategy, which is uh, pretty, pretty interesting because a lot of companies haven't made that type of uh, leap forward yet. Also, what has happened over the past few years is we've been able to attract some really awesome talent. Yeah. Uh, these are the talent that are able to work in this new world in the cloud-first, mobile-first kind of environment and in a rapidly changing environment. Also, 
we're also looking for more talent like that because yeah. we don't have enough and we have a number of really awesome opportunities now to come and join our company and help us continue to go down this transformation that we're going through. Yeah, Shamim, that, that's fascinating how you described it of the, you know, the, uh, the business strategy and the tech strategy now that they're completely unified. And I think for some companies, right, in this type of market, now they, where the digital transformation becoming an end-to-end digital enterprise is so vital, if those companies go into that with disparate tech strategy over here, business strategy over there, it's going to be really difficult for them to make that leap, right? Absolutely. So in this journey, Shamim, could you talk a little bit about some of the, the big challenges that uh, you and the, the team and the company had to overcome? I'll share a story which is, um, we'll, we'll cover both the challenge and the surprise. Oh, great. So, so one of our biggest challenges uh, was that, you know, we had to transform uh, a, the technologies, core technologies that are used by thousands of our associates across the country. So one night this year, uh, we rolled out the new CRM system, which is on the Salesforce platform. It was turned on for 8,000 CarMax associates. Now, Bob, you've been in the industry long enough. You know, anytime you deploy anything that's transformative and large, uh, yeah. that has a lot of issues. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So so our goal was really with the Salesforce platform to equip and empower our associates with the right capability. And as we talked earlier, we also want to make sure that they have the right information about the customer's journey, shopping journey, so that when the customers come to the store, they have a great experience. So this new new system, uh, mission critical, and it's also had to integrate with all these other technology platforms we have in the company. So needless to say, it was a massive, massive undertaking. So... Uh, that was a challenge to get that, you know, work on that and get our yeah. company, uh, yeah, wor- uh, work through implementing something like this. But what was the most surprising to me was the night after we went live, I had a meeting with my boss, the CEO. He and I walked over to the war room. You know, you've seen, you know, big projects, you have war room, you have a lot of activities yeah. and it's usually crisis. So, so we went to the war room the morning after going live and... We walk into this room, and the room was really quiet. There's <laughs> uh, not, not much going on. I found there were you know, several empty pizza boxes. There were eight or ten people sitting around the room with looking at some screens. And they seemed like really, really bored. Because nothing was <laughs> so, so to me, that was a you know, big surprise because while I knew we did a great job in you know, rolling out the system, but I didn't expect to deploy to 8,000 associates in 200 locations around the country and not having, not having any major issue. So to me, that's the new, that's the new age. That's, that's really how the platform should be deployed. And this is how the technology should be implemented to this, this day and age for us to be successful. Yeah, and so wrapped up within that, I mean, first that delightful surprise that there, there was no crisis, no panic, but also you and your CEO were able to see very much firsthand your sort of shortening or accelerating the time to value. This wasn't a six or 12 or 18 month rollout. This is the morning after, right? The, the cutover. Yep, we rolled it over overnight literally and turned it on to 8,000 or so associates and they were using it that, that morning. And that's just the beginning, right? So what's happening now is we've been able to deploy new capability on it on a regular basis at the speed that we couldn't even think of, you know, just a couple of years ago. So that's the Salesforce platform. But if you think about just in general, in the now, 
in a lot of the platforms that were implemented in the cloud, because of that, we're able to deploy changes in a matter of hours, in most cases, uh, which used to take days or weeks or months. So the wow. speed of change has accelerated in almost an order of magnitude as we move through this technical or the digital uh, transformation journey. On the other side, right, your, your customers, they're not uh, becoming more patient or, or less demanding. So it's the perfect alignment of what your capabilities with intensifying market demands. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about the customers, right? You and I are customers. Um, yes. I know, Bob, Bob, you have two daughters and I have two teenage daughters. And yeah. their, their expectations are very different now, right? Because they don't, they don't have a lot of patience and they want yeah. things now and they want yeah. companies to know them. The consumers, you know, continue to have great expectation, uh, especially around personalization, seamlessness and speed. So where these cloud platforms are implementing and by able to leverage machine learning and AI, we're really able to provide that great experience. One example would be on our website, right? I told you 90% of the customers yes. start their journey online. So now we're able to do about 20 million machine learning enabled recommendations to our customers so that that experience when they're shopping online is very personal and much more enriched, which you know, again, uh, we can do that because of the technologies and platforms uh, we've, we've been implementing. Remarkable, and in a way these New capabilities, new insights, new connections you have with consumers and the way you're able to relate to them. I wanted to ask about how is this affecting sort of the ongoing sense of the company's own mission and CarMax's position in the marketplace? I think it just continues, right? Um, our mission is still the same, which is to bring integrity, transparency in the industry and continue to disrupt our industry. So, so what all this thing we're doing right now is just further enhancing our ability to continue to focus uh, on the mission that we have set out 25 years ago. CarMax is a market leader, right? We, we've been disrupting and bringing up different ways to make this experience better. And we're just doing that. We are just going down the path and we're not satisfied. We're using the technology to continue to make that experience better. Shamim, if I could ask, within the company, this, this sounds like a, you know, a critical project, especially when you're out delivering you know, great new tools and capabilities to the sales organization. So how has this project changed how the company views IT and the, the role of that in the company? So, you know, as I mentioned, the technology has become much more integrated with the rest of the business. How we work, how we look at you know, investments, all those things have changed in a big way. Uh, so technology is viewed as an enabler, as an important business partner for delivering the mission of the company. So this is just uh, because we have platforms like Salesforce or other cloud platforms, we've been able to deliver capabilities much faster. So we're able to keep up the, with the pace of the business and also the pace of what customers are expecting from us. So, so I think it just further enhanced the positioning of the technology department. And also there's a greater level of awareness uh, and understanding of what technology can and should do for the company. Yeah, I mean, that's so powerful, right, in how it changes how people think about things. And I remember uh, one of the first examples, you know, a number of years ago that I heard about a company finding these new capabilities from their move into the cloud was with the uh, pharmaceutical company, Eli Lilly. And one of the researchers there said in using cloud technology, they were able to more rapidly 
scale up uh, projects. They could do experiments more quickly. They could do them on a bigger scale. And this guy said, Shamim, that he said, you know, it's funny. He said, I never would have thought of this, but he said, cloud computing, he said, it's changed our concept of time. He said, before we felt we could tackle a big problem, but it would take us a very long time. And he said, there was little or nothing we could do on a real short, rapid turnaround basis. But he said, now cloud has just completely changed the mindset of what our researchers feel is possible. And I think you've echoed a lot of that here in some of what you're saying about how this new type of technologies, greater experience for the, and better experience for customers, better improvement for the company, and tighter integration and seamlessness between now it's inseparable the technology and the business side. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So the way we have been working, that also changed from how we used to work, right? So the technology department and the marketing department and other departments now are organized around agile product teams. So if you think about these teams, you know, these teams are cross-functional, they're co-located, they're working on common KPIs, and they're, uh, they're given those specific KPIs, and they're figuring out how to achieve those. And they have given a lot of autonomy in terms of how to go about doing that. And in order to achieve those goals and targets, they're actually experimenting all the time. So uh-huh. they're, t- they're testing and learning. Uh, we have the philosophy of, you know, learn fast, fail fast, right? So that's the uh-huh. process they go through, um, through iterat- iteratively. And as a result, the end product that they're coming up with, working with the customers, end customers, is far superior and it's uh, happening much, much quicker than it uh, used to be. And, and the only reason uh, we could do that is because we have these awesome cloud platforms that are also evolving and our partners are also investing to make these platforms much more scalable and much more feature-rich so that uh, we, we are always staying current with, uh, with the technology landscape changing. Yeah, it's, uh, that, I, I love your line there about, the, you know, the, across the organization, the CarMax employees, and now they can experiment all the time, leading to that better and better performance, better and better capabilities. So, Shamim, what's next, uh, you know, after this big achievement, what's next for you and your team? So, the big thing is, what I tell my team and I, I, the way I look at the world is, you know, it is a journey. Right, so we, you know, we take a number of steps to embark on a massive digital transformation journey. We are basically we complete the phase one, which is organizing ourselves around product teams, agile teams, and you know, making sure our business strategies, our technology strategy, adopting mobile first, cloud first philosophy. So by doing all of those, we actually have taken the very first step in our digital uh-huh. journey. So the next thing for me is really three, three priorities I see. One is maturity. So you've got to continually mature as a digital organization. And the second thing we have to do is make sure that we are efficient. Because as you get bigger and you have a lot of different things going on, it's very easy to become less efficient. So efficiency has to be a priority as we go through the digital journey. And the third priority for us and for my organization is reliability. Because as you think about this, we're putting a lot of stuff in fewer, fewer platforms. So Salesforce, for example, is a key platform. We use Microsoft Azure and other big platforms. We have few platforms where we're putting a lot of X, right, in few buses. Yes. We have to make sure these platforms are highly, highly resilient because we cannot afford to have any of these platforms go down because that will impact the customer experience. So, so those are the three priorities I see for us and for my team in, you know, right now. 
my last question is this. What have you missed here? What, what do you want to be sure to mention about this remarkable adventure you've been on? I think, you know, one thing that's really, really important, uh, which uh, we didn't cover, is at the heart of a digital transformation, the heart of a company is the company's culture. So at CarMax, you know, it's interesting. Today is my sixth year anniversary at CarMax. It happens to be today. Congratulations. Thank you. So I was, uh, I was walking into my building. I was just uh, thinking about this, that today, you know, six years later, I am much more excited about our company and where we're going, much more excited about the people we have and, and the culture, the amazing culture we have as a company. And, and it's partly because we put uh, people first at CarMax, you know, our associates, our customers, and our communities. So this is one area I would say that we, we are never resting, right? So we're always figuring out how to make CarMax a great place to work. And to me, that needs to be a priority for all companies that want to be successful in the new digital world because without the right culture and right talent and right focus, it will be hard to be successful. So that's one thing I'll just make sure that uh, we cover because uh, culture is so important uh, in, this, in this world. Yeah, that, that's beautifully said and made me think back to your point about the tremendous talent that has recently been brought into the company, but also your point that we, we're going to need more. You know, ongoing stream of great talent that enriches this culture and is also, Shamim, right, attracted by that culture. Absolutely. Shamim, this has been a great conversation, and thank you so much for your time and insights. Thank you, Bob. I really enjoyed our conversations, and what I'd like you to do is uh, invite you to continue to follow our exciting journey uh, as we reimagine you know, how we deliver the best customer experience for Americans to buy and sell uh, their cars in the future. Wonderful. Thanks, Shamim. I, I look forward to that. Many thanks to all of you listeners as well for joining us here on Cloud Wars Live, where we explore the unfolding adventures of digital transformation and cloud computing and how those are profoundly changing how we live, work, play, learn, and experience the world. I hope you'll join us for other episodes of Cloud Wars Live, and please share your feedback with me at bobevanspa at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.